so to start i'm gonna use a quote that i saw on a feminist ig handle and it says slut is attacking women for their right to say yes friend zone is attacking women for their right to say no and bitch is attacking women for their right to call you on it well you could be right about that but I feel as though all of this is just using negative connotations for it. Like, I feel like I can find very positive uses for all of these terms. And guess what? I'm actually going to do that just so that I can show how negative a lot of these feminists tend to be. But first, we need to do something. Alright, intro tune done. Let me even get to this real quick because I feel like this is an entirely negative statement that's meant to rile up a bunch of women so that it can make them more angry at a bunch of other guys. Because if instead of using the term attacking women as the common terminology that's used in all three statements and you replace it with hitting it from the back, you can change this entirely and make it sound a lot more positive. So take for example, slut is what I call the woman when I am hitting it from the back and I am pulling her hair. Friend zone is where I wouldn't want to be because that would mean that I'm busy simping around and there is another nigger who is hitting it from the back and pulling her hair. And bitch is the terminology I'm going to use when I'm busy putting my foot down when we're having an argument which will then arouse her to a certain degree because it does to a lot of women and allow me to hit it from the back and guess what? Pull her hair. See? fixed it, made it a hell of a lot better than the way a lot of these feminists and social justice warriors usually make shit sound. So there, I fixed it, you're welcome. Sounds a lot nicer now. So now we can move things on and actually start the podcast because I have been meaning to get this show on the road for a little bit. So let's get to it in three, two, one. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who would rather take the 500k rather than have lunch with Jay-Z. He's a man who once used to believe that milk was a combination of milk and beef. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex and relationships show, where I get to say something, a bunch of feminists take it negatively, usually I come to some conclusion and some people might debate it. And if you are the type to debate it, then you know what to do. I usually say it on every episode of the podcast, somewhere towards the end, and I can even bring it up here at the beginning. If you have any thoughts, comments, and or feedback, you can DM me at Breaktime on Westside. It's the IG handle on Instagram to hit me up on. On Facebook, it is at Breaktime on Westside as well. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. And you know, we can always have a discussion there, and I wouldn't mind having a discussion with quite a number of you. And hell, we can bring these discussions to the podcast. So if you also have any new ideas that you'd like me to discuss, you can bring it there as well. Now, I want us to get to the main topic of today, but before I do that though, I want us to talk about Kanye West for a little bit. My point of discussion is Kanye, but more so Kim K, his wife or ex-wife at this point, because there is somebody who claims that he has a unreleased sex tape of Kim K and Ray J, and he was willing and would only willingly give it to Kanye West. And this seems like a very interesting situation, you know, it seems like a very interesting claim. And unfortunately, I don't know about most of y'all, but it sounds very outdated. 
not in a bad way but it sounds very outdated because i remember when kim k was the shit because of the sex tape like the sex tape was interesting for a while and people were all about that sex tape for a bit of a while and you know people went in they watched it they enjoyed it i've gone i've checked it out and personally speaking compared to a lot of the shit that you'll see on places like Pornhub, it's not really what you'd call amazing. The only wow factor is the fact that it's Kim K and the booty. But besides that, there's nothing much really to come out of it. Now, the guy does claim that the version that he has, the part two, quote unquote, as he calls it, is, you know, a lot nicer, has, you know, better looking scenes and everything. But I don't know, like it feels very dated. Like I feel like people monetizing off of that Kim K sex tape already came and went. So it's kind of dead news now. Like it sounds a bit whack. And especially considering that the person who's talking about this shit is called Whack 100. Um, I don't think it's too far out of his, uh, his ballpark. Because I feel like that's fairly old shit to bring back up. Although at the same time, considering that this is Ray J's former manager... I'm not too far off from thinking that it could be possible. The only thing is, I just feel like uh, it'll it it'll just be low quality amateur porn, if anything. Like, trust me, the camera that they used during that time, I don't think they were higher than 720p. And if anything, there's a pretty good chance it was at 480p. So one, it probably won't even be clear enough for most of the TVs and the screens that we have today and it won't even look that good yes it could be more graphic yes it could have more in store with it yes maybe you know kim k is busy getting come on her tits or some shit but it won't really make it that great like i feel like for most of us we've moved past that and we're at a level where we actually appreciate porn from porn stars and you know if somebody is trying to make quote-unquote amateur-ish porn then there's definitely people that like it but most of the time it's really just meh so uh, i don't know like whack 100 might actually have something and yes it might be on a laptop somewhere but i honestly don't think that it would really be that arousing probably as a collector's item i guess it could sell so i don't know i think that he'd have probably had more value with it if he sold it on auction rather than telling kanye west that he's going to give it to him so eh, it it just feels like a cloud chase now like it honestly just feels like a cloud chase like we haven't been giving a shit about what kim k did on that sex day because that shit is so old like i don't even think 2000 babies have really watched it as much like if you were a child or if you were a teenager and you were born in the year i don't know 2005 you could have seen it but there's a pretty good chance that you won't even be interested in it because you know you can now get 4k porn and shit don't ask me how i know so if anything there's just an element of somebody who's trying to bring up and dig up old memories and old shit to try and sell it back like it's kind of like those movies that we usually end up watching which are remakes of older movies and they usually suck and normally you know we'd go we'd look at it and we're like oh you know it's a good concept but you look at the new thing and you're like uh there's nothing new to it or like those songs that you know were old hits back in the day and then now they end up being sampled and someone tries to recreate them and does a shit job like this whole sex tape news feels like that like they're trying to bring back 
an old story that people don't give much of a shit about because at this level we have so many people who have made sex tapes we have had so many people that are busy trying to to get famous off of shit that's roughly similar to what kim k did so shit like only fans you know shit like posting up nudes online and everything that the sex tape doesn't even feel like it's worth all that like you'd have to be a diehard fanatic of kim k and be crushing on this woman for you to really give much of a damn about this entire thing but anyways there's definitely a bunch of people that would love to see a kim k sex tape so those ones are the ones that will probably hope that this guy actually releases it personally i think that that shit don't exist but considering that both ray j and kim k were around for quite a bit of a while they could have actually made more but honestly i can go and find myself a 4k version of some kim k lookalike on pornhub and i can actually just jerk off to that instead so we don't really give too much of a fuck about it but anyways that being said we should probably move it on so on to our main topic of today now while i was listening to the radio about two two and a half weeks ago there was a story that i'd heard about and it actually came from a video that was posted up online about a certain lady talking about how she was tired of a bunch of broke niggas getting onto her dms trying to hit her up and take her out on dates and she had wanted like proper men so she had a bunch of requirements and from things like logbooks to bank statements to the kind of car you drove to how you were supposed to dress to even a registration fee she dropped all of those things on that video now personally i'm gonna admit i was actually supposed to talk about this video on the rant last week on battle of the sexes but when i actually was doing the entire rant i realized that i was taking too much time so i figured you know what fuck it let me bring it to this episode as a main topic because it deserves more time all right it deserves more time so let me play it for you in its entirety then i can break down everything that i feel about it all right so here it is hi guys sana nimekuja hapa kuambia wakati nilirecord video hapa nikasema vijana waache kunini box wale wanasema ati mamu nataka kuwekwa i thank god cause watu wameacha kunini box so wale watu naona kwa inbox yangu naona ni watu wazima na naona ni watu wanakaa kama wako na kitu but kuna vitu required kama unanitaka nataka kuwasomea baadhi ya hizo vitu kama utawezana utanini box kuna registration fee which is 2000 unaregister ndio tupange mahali tutapatana then ukikuja utakuja na long book na si gari yote kuanzia haria new model v8 bmw audi porsche cayenne ayo msikia mambo ya magari ni gari gani hizo gari kubwa kubwa sasa staje hizo gari zote hapa sababu siwezi shinda nikiandika hizo majina zote but kama uko na gari ya kuanzia 4 point ni sawa naweza kuja na longbook yake then kuna title deed nijue kama uko na kichaka mahali ama uko na plot mahali ndio nijue sasa vile tuta tutajiendelesha then kuna bank statement nataka kuona bank statement ya mtu then kuna mpesa statement for the last six months ukitumia pesa yako na kuweka pesa yako nataka kuona then sasa kuna kitu kingine dressing mkikuja usivae polo t-shirt, official trouser na sport shoes. No, hiyo hiyo staki. Mambo ya dressing sinitaangalia. 
vile mtakuja so nita create group ya whatsapp na tawadi nyinyi wote then tupange mahali tutapatana registration fee nitaweka pay bill mtu aanze kutuma na majina zako zote so ukikuja ndio utakuja na hizo vitu zako ndio niende through niangalie lunch drinks yote nitasimamia mimi mwenyewe so nitaweka pay bill nita create group kwa wale wote mna nini box kama uko na hizo vitu usinini usi kuja tu nitaangalia mimi ukikuja nione dressing yako nione ukonezo vitu zote na ukubali twende tupimwe mimi niko tayari siezi kataa Alright, now that that's out of the way, let me try and break it down for the people that didn't understand exactly what she asked for. So essentially, for you to get on a date with her, to be a contender for her heart, for her soul, and whatever insights she might be giving, plus skills and character, uh, you are supposed to make sure you have a logbook, or at least have a car worth 4 million and above. Uh, you know, preferably a new Harrier uh toyota or lexus i don't know whichever one uh you like to get but it has to be a car worth above four million uh big cars mostly then you also have to have a title deed you know showing that you have some land somewhere you know that you own you know a piece of the earth on this country at the very least you know small one a big one she didn't specify but at least having a title deed showing that you have some land somewhere then on top of that you should be ready to carry your bank statements your mpesa statements and on the day of the date you are expected to come dressed well you know you're not supposed to have a polo shirt official pants and sports shoes no wear something that matches wear something good and uh if you are feeling like you fit that description and you want her, you can hit up on the inbox. You know, you add your full name and mobile number and you will be put into a WhatsApp group with all the other guys. And, you know, when when the day of the date will happen, you know, she'll get the guys around and she'll do some shit. And fortunately, with the registration fee of 2000 bob that you're expected to pay so that you can get on that list then you know she will cover for all the things that you'll be doing on the date and i'm not gonna lie i am pretty surprised that someone would actually ask for this and i'd even be more surprised if guys actually would do such a thing or at least would get on the whole contenders list that she'd have for the guys that she'd want but well you know this is the world i'm actually not going to say that the the ability for for guys to actually go and hop on her dms with this shit is impossible i'm just saying that the pro i'm just gonna say that the probability is going to be low but um first of all she's not the first person to do this because about three years ago a certain lady did something exactly like this as a tinder social experiment and what she did is she decided to hit up around 100 guys i think that had hit her up on tinder had swiped right and everything and had asked all of them to meet her at a certain spot now at that certain spot you know she had the stage and everything and she was standing and she addressed all of them and she actually put a lot of these guys through a couple of different tests before some of them walked away and some of them stuck through till the end and well it is something pretty similar to that you know go get a bunch of guys together and you know have them kind of compete for your favor you know for a chance to be with you not entirely foreign okay so that said i will admit that i have a bunch of mixed feelings to this like i feel like there's some bits where she is rightfully justified in doing this but i also have my thoughts on why it is i feel like this is just wrong in so many ways 
but let me start with the reasons why i think she's right i think she was rightfully justified in doing so because one she seemed like a fairly mature woman and she was tired of getting a lot of dms a lot of texts from the quote-unquote wrong guys so what better way to get rid of the wrong guys than to show what the kind of right guy she'd want would look like would seem like so that she can you know kind of filter out a lot of the chaff from the wheat and that does seem like a pretty good thing for her to do then also she knows exactly what she wants you know she wants a guy who is very financially stable who's actually financially thriving somebody who will actually pay attention to that dressing and somebody that will actually care enough to want to go through every single man to be with her i don't entirely believe in that statement myself but you know it is what it is then if anything i think she might have a little bit of iq i don't think this was something that was consciously thought out but I think she probably might have thought this through. She knows very well that the number of guys that would be able to do that wouldn't exactly be that many, which is why she decided that she's going to put all of these guys in a WhatsApp group. Now, WhatsApp groups usually have a limit of, I think, around 257 people. I don't know if they increased it, but last I checked, it was roughly around 257 people. So she knows very well that it's not a huge number of guys. It's not going to be in the thousands, so no need for a Telegram group chat. And with WhatsApp, she'll be able to get a lot of these guys to talk and, you know, she can she can finally engage with them. But after this, I feel like there's so many things that are wrong. So let me even just try and put them out. One, she's really classifying guys to a very select few of them. And the worst thing about going for a certain chosen high class few is that for you as a woman to aim for such a man, you have a very limited number of options. Now, he, as a high value man, has an exponentially larger set of women that he has to choose from. And the thing is, much as you might want him, it doesn't mean that he'll necessarily want you. Like you can be a high class woman, you know, who makes a lot of money and shit, but it's not like your money or your status is going to deter him from looking at the intern that serves him coffee every day and thinking, you know what, I prefer this one over you. Like the money works for us as guys, but not necessarily for you as babes. Then secondly, in a sense, this feels like she's degrading other men to uplift her value in the social scale. Because if you can get all of these guys that want you on the virtual space and you can bring them together to a position or a point, whether physical or, you know, virtual, and make them aware of each other such that now it's like they have to compete to get to you, it's like you're treating yourself as the prize and you're making them have to kind of quote-unquote compete with each other over you now i feel like that's very degrading and even with the tinder social experiment that was done i think like a lot of people found that to be very degrading to guys because you're pretty much making them jump through hoops for you for nothing and most of the shit that's there isn't even what you need for a good marriage or for a good relationship but in as much as you can use this to kind of filter out the number of guys that are there who says that the number of men that would have these you know qualities that would have these possessions would want you like yes i get it like i'm not gonna lie the the woman that did this video is a very light-skinned woman and for some people you know being light-skinned gives a certain increase in value at least by some people's standards 
others will prefer melanin others prefer a lot less so it is what it is but at the end of the day like i'm sitting back just thinking about it for the guy that chooses to go there for the guy that chooses to get into that whatsapp group like what exactly would you think like would you think that oh this is gonna be an ideal wife because you know she has high standards so she's gonna be aiming for the best and if she marries me then she's gonna be you know completely loyal to me like who says that that could be true because the biggest issue with this entire video the biggest issue with this entire set of demands is that much as she's saying what she wants she's not saying what she's offering or what she's got and when you start playing around with the dating market and you're starting to talk about what you'd want then you have to be able to back that up with what you've got so if for example you have this guy that's saying that he wants a babe that will always look good you know that will always have an amazing body that will always take care of herself has zero stretch marks has the most flawless skin and you know knows how to throw it back but knows how to be a boss then people will come up to you and be like all right do you have something to back that up like what makes you think that you'd want such a woman and say maybe you're just a dusty guy with some messed up shoes who's super broke and barely even has a job like if you say that obviously if you're saying that with the guys that they'll burst out and laugh at you hell if you're a guy and you're saying that and there's women around they'll burst out and laugh at you because you have incredibly high expectations and you have nothing to back up for it and it's the same thing here you will find that this woman is only talking about what she wants but she's not talking about what she's giving she wants all of these guys to do all of this shit and include a registration fee of 2000 bob which obviously if she is paying for the date then that money has to come from somewhere but she's going to do all of this and offer what because if she's going to be a trophy wife then i'm sure you can get trophy wives that are younger that are hotter that you know are a lot more natural like there's a lot more option that you have as a guy so maybe instead of some of the guys choosing to go and throw themselves there they can continue looking for a lot of the young babes that are out there or they can actually look for a babe that shows what she has to offer instead of just talking of what she wants that's what i think but in conclusion i honestly don't think there's gonna be guys that will you know hop into her dms with all of that shit because i honestly feel like if you're a guy that has cars worth over four mil that has title deeds and that has pretty nice looking bank statements and impressive statements i don't think you're really looking forward to settling with her while you have a lot of other options maybe there might be maybe there might be and the unfortunate bit is even though there are i really can't say much about them because they're the ones that choose to go ahead and degrade themselves that way and if you're into that kind of thing then i guess you know all the best to you but at least i know if anything i don't qualify on so many of those levels and even though i did i still wouldn't be ready to put up that registration fee and if anything even though I could do all of that, I don't really think I put my precious time, effort and resources into getting somebody whose eyebrows I can rub off by putting some saliva on my hands and applying a bit of force. But anyways, 
that's just me i want to know what you think are you the type of person that would go for this woman do you think this woman is completely delusional hit me up i want to know the dms are always open on instagram it is at break time on west side on facebook it is also at break time on west side and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms which is at bagaka the d Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening via CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly and I will catch you guys on the next break.